0: Hey, what's up guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Barbecue Forte. Hello. And we are brought to you by Pro-Q, a barbecue gourmet and smoke with shack. our awesome sponsors. Pro-Q is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pit masters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under Pro-Q Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even look to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And on this week's show, we've got Ben Tish. Hello, Ben.
1: Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Very good. Thank you.
0: Great to have you on.
1: Yeah. No, it's great to be on. But it's, uh, it's, it's it's an honor to be on. Thank you for having me. You're
2: too kind. <laughs> so, Ben, <laughs> could you just introduce yourself to the listeners, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, my name's Ben. Um, ben Tish. And I am um, chef, director, co-owner, whatever you want to call it, of uh, Salt Yard Group of Restaurants uh and we've we've got four restaurants in central london seems to be five and um, one of them is uh called mbiard uh which is kind of very loosely a barbecue restaurant albeit with a spanish-italian kind of slant to it
2: awesome so can we what, what sort of thing can we expect to see on the menus at the mbiard
1: uh, mbiard yeah so um so it's it's kind of you know spanish-italian influence same as our other restaurants um but we cook everything over uh, a big charcoal um, bat, kind of bass style uh, grill. We, we stick wood on it as well, uh, and also we've got a big kind of wood wood fired oven, so it's all kind of natural cooking. Um, what would you expect to see? Well, I mean everything. It's not just um, you know meat. Meat's just a small part of what we what, what we do there. You know we kind of vegetables, fish, shellfish, some elements of desserts, um, uh, some elements of desserts we will we'll go on the grill, get kind of the smoke treatment. Um, you know things like octopus sardines and fish Uh, with the meat we use a lot of um, uh, well we we use a a range of meat but we use a lot of Iberico pork Um, it's kind of one of our favourite cuts to to do on there so it might be you know presser or loin or it might be ribs you know Iberico pork ribs are fantastic Mm. Um, yeah you know at the minute we've kind of got asparagus on there we've got peas in the pods that we're throwing on the barbecue Um, yeah you know all, all, all sorts of things
2: Cool. So more, more immediately, uh, like a grilling type approach. There's not much of the smoking side of things going on.
1: Yeah. Well. There, no. I mean, there is. I mean, we. Yeah. There's, there's. You know. There's lots of grilling, but we also have, um, like we say, we have a kind of a wood, um, wood stroke charcoal oven, which, which creates its, its own smoke. But what we do do a lot of, we have a couple of smokers in the back where we. um we do we 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 cold smoke so we'll, um, we'll cold smoke kind of sea bream and sea bass for example and and use that kind of capacho brine it first or salt it use that in kind of capachos and crudos but what we also like to do is um, cold smoke uh, pieces of meat and uh, and fish as well so we give it that cold smoke injection first. And then it gets finished and cooked on the grill, so you've got kind of a double kind of smoky thing going on there. That's that's one thing we like to do.
2: Nice. Yeah, nice, we, sounds you've good. Dan here has been playing around with some cold smoking and stuff over the last week. We've got one of the cold smoke generators from Pro-Q and been playing yeah. around with smoking all sorts of different things of that.
0: Yeah, I was... So I was are they the, are Sorry, they, those
1: on. Pro-Q ones, are they literally just the little manual ones that you liked with a, 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 they look like a maze, is that what yeah, you're talking yeah. about? The, yeah, yeah, the ones,
0: yeah, the yeah. CSGs,
1: yeah. Yeah, well they're, 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 I mean they're brilliant, you know, we're just, um I guess we'll probably get on to talking about the book at some stage but I, I use those um, for the cold smoking, I in my cookbook, I think they're fantastic, you know, for home cold smoking, it doesn't get easier, does it?
0: Oh, awesome, didn't know that, that's, that's cool, brilliant. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I, I was, I had like a there's a product out of the US called the Amazing Tube, which you can get from uh, gourmet dot com, and also yeah. I, I had one of those previously, and now I've got the the CSG as well. They're both really good bits of kit. Like the sort of, they're both very very good in the fact that I can set it off and leave it for four hours, eight hours, thirty, depending yeah. on what I'm smoking, like bacon, thirteen, whatever I want to do, and I can just literally yeah. go away and come back and just know that they're reliable, going to stay underneath the, the sort of safe temperatures and, and the sort yes. of, I'm not going to come back to a puddle of, of smoked butter in the yeah. bottom of my <laughs> smoker or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I really enjoy I was into charcuterie, so I did a lot of uh, cold smoking of meats and stuff for a bit. And uh, so, yeah, so cold smoking's uh, got a, a close place in my heart, actually. I really, Good,
1: yeah. Yeah no I I mean I I love it I mean I say this book certainly it's kind of it's a bit it's um it's a bit different in all the recipes in there and kind of what we do at MBR it's it's less about the the the, the bigger cuts that the are cold smoking as I say it's more about the uh, yeah we we, we talked about butter we smoke we we smoke our own butter at um cold smoke our own butter at, at MBR um that's kind of a, it's become a bit of a signature thing there but but yeah it'll be like smaller cuts um and things so things that will just probably take. An hour or so to cold smoke, just so you've got that kind of light, kind of background smokiness in there, and then you know, and then we'll be we'll, either we'll serve it raw, kind of capacho style or whatever, and then uh, or finish the cooking process on the grill or in the wood oven, um and it just it's I, I just like it's kind of an intrinsic smokiness that you just kind of don't get when you're. Wait, 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 you know wait, if, if you're kind of hot smoking it's, yeah. it's, it's just i just really like it i think it's um i think it's quite a unique thing to to, to do so. so
0: that's something i haven't yeah. really played around with much is is cold smoking something and then finishing on the mm. on yeah. the grill i've tended to to be doing a lot more stuff like like you said uh, uh like butter and cheeses and and some yeah. uh, like charcuterie yeah. meats that you don't then cook so i'm really intrigued yeah. with that and, and really will uh, go yeah. home and give it a try
1: yeah give it a try. I mean obviously you if you take a lamb rump, for example you you'd need to brine it um depending on what you know what it is meat or fish, but you know you still you give it a kind of a brine for a couple of hours um and then and then and then stick it in the smoke see you know it's just brine stick it in the smoker. Give it an hour or an hour and a half in there for like a lamb rump, and then yeah, cook cook it over the grill, and you get a, you get a really interesting result.
0: Oh yeah. wow, that sounds really really cool. Mm. I've, I've never had a chance. Uh, the going back to the butter, I've seen a lot of people recently, I've not never chand my own butter, but I often get like a a, a block of butter, and then. Basically, break it down so it's a bit softer. Add some like herbs and spices in there, yeah. then reform it and then smoke it. And, and that's a really nice thing to do. And chuck in the fridge for for those occasions where I mean, you could serve a little a little bit of it on top of like sweet corn or, or corn of the cob or something yeah, like amazing. that. It's a really nice amazing. little touch.
1: Yeah, I love the smoke, love the smoke butter. I mean, we we do that. I mean, we you know we don't churn it. We we just get really good quality unsalted uh, butter. You know, cut it up. Um, yeah, give give it the cold smoke and then. Give it 24 hours in the fridge to develop, and then what we do, we serve it. You know, we serve it with a couple of different things. But our signature dishes, we make these kind of homemade. Uh, well, we have we actually have them made for us now. These uh, beautiful um kind of potato and honey um flatbreads. They're quite rustic, and they get finished over straight uh, kind of over a very hot charcoal and, and and wood grill. So they're kind of almost you know vacant, kind of quite blackened, and then. Uh, smoked butter goes on those and fresh thyme leaves
2: oh, wow. immediately mm-hmm.
1: when they're off the grill and they, they they kind of get sent out like that and um, yeah that's that, that 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 that's become a real signature Yeah,
0: Is that like sort of like potato file bread like so you mash up the potato and use it that way yeah. it's like a floury sort of
1: Dexter? yeah exactly well yeah the potatoes the mashed up well, you, it's, it's mashed up a bit but you do get the odd kind of chunk in there yeah cool um yeah and um and then it's it's got a kind of a background sweetness from the uh from, from the honey but it all helps in kind of the raising process of the bread so nice um yeah it's it's it's, it's a really nice bread
0: sounds
2: lovely mm. do you ever use the like smoked butter in like making a cake or anything like that or not um not
1: making a cake i mean this cup you know i've what, what I've um, found is, in terms of making desserts, um, I mean, making desserts on the barbecue. I don't know if you guys have kind of done any. Have you done any of that in kind of baking on a barbecue? Yeah, we do or...
2: quite. We've got like a, I've got a pineapple upside down cake recipe. and We do brownies okay. and those
0: sort of things. So we've done quite a few. Even desserts. just simply like grilling, grilling yeah. some fruit and stuff like yeah. that. It's really quite nice yeah, over ex- the charcoal. Ex-
1: exactly that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I kind of do the same. I mean, the book. Um, I've got, a, there's a section, there's a section in the book on, on, on desserts and yeah, there's, you know, there's the kind of the grilling stuff, but there's also some baking and I've, I, I, I we don't do a huge amount of that at NBR but I, I wanted to look, expand on that for the book um and just show kind of, you know, essentially if you've got, a, if you've got a good barbecue with a lid, um you've kind of got, you've got an oven, haven't you? So yeah. there's no reason why you can't kind of do anything with an oven. Um, and and you naturally get that smokiness from the barbecue. So if you want a cake with a with a kind of a hint of smokiness to it, then um, do, do, do it on a barbecue. It just naturally gets you. I've, I had some amazing results from that. You know, I've got this um, kind of coffee um, this coffee cake that uh, uh, cook, cooked on a barbecue. You just get a kind of a, 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 um, a smidgen of smoke at the back of it. It's not overpowering. It's just there at the end, and it just really kind of raises the standard of the cake. It's amazing. Mm, nice. Very nice.
0: I never thought about the. Uh, I saw someone posted the other day in one of the forums that that we follow, and they'd basically smoked the butter, and that was their way of of imparting smoke flavor into their cakes and and breads and stuff. And I found that really quite interesting that they're doing yeah. on that level, which which yeah. sounds similar to again like what you're sort of doing with the some of the food. You are cold smoking it, and then you're you're finishing it on the grill, which which is yeah. cool. Seeing yeah. smoke being put in at different levels and different layers and stuff, which is yes, exactly interesting to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, also, I, I, you know, smoking. Have you have you smoked chocolate? Have you done that at all? I haven't. No. Yeah. So that's a kind of a couple of things that we've done. Um, is you know, we've played around with that quite a lot actually, because um, it's not straightforward. But cold, cold smoking chocolate. Um, is that solid kind of form it.
0: chocolate, or do you cold smoke the the liquid form and then set it? Or no.
1: So well, we've done we've kind of experimented around, but what I found best what we what we found best was just getting kind of like uh, chocolate pistols cold smoking it, but weirdly milk chocolate takes takes it much better than, than dark chocolate okay, um, cool. yeah so yeah so that's that's kind of what we found and then you know obviously then you, you can stick that in your cake um or whatever you're doing we've got i've got a chocolate um milk chocolate and apricot tart so oh, nice. kind of double do- double 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 lad so you you know char grilled or uh, charcoal grilled apricots. Um, so you've got that kind of natural smoking instead and then it's a kind of a chocolate tart mix. We're using smoked, cold-smoked milk chocolate, um, and you make your, your, your you make your your, your your tart with that. So that's that's, that's that yeah, works really well. That, that sounds, sounds lush. <laughs> do you put <laughs> anything, anything yeah. onto
2: the like onto the fruit before you grill it, or do you just put it on? Yeah, i um,
1: just you know what I'm so, yeah yeah. I mean, what I um, what I tend to do is um, with with kind of fruits, I guess if you're grilling fruits i mean what you guys think obviously you want it quite dry don't you so you kind yeah. of need to let it dry out um but some, what i do do since i dried out i often have like a syrup um that i'll kind of brush or base the fruits with as they're grilling mm-hmm. just to get a kind of an extra boost of um i guess an extra boost of smokiness and it just glazes it nicely yeah, so,
0: yeah and it tends to, just to caramelize just, a little yeah. bit on the outside with yeah. it under the, like the heat uh, of the charcoal ex-
1: ex- ex- Exactly that. Exactly that. So it just gives. Yeah, exactly. It gives. This a nice kind of glaze, and um, yeah, it, that's that. That's what I do. But again, it you have to kind of take it case by case with the fruits, I think, and um, and just kind of see if it actually actually kind of needs it. Cool.
0: So wh- where does the uh, the Spanish and Italian influence come from? Did you spend time travelling, or?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've. Um, so let me let me kind of go back a bit. I suppose. Um, so kind of haven't been cooking over. Over 20 years um originally kind of my my training and all that was kind of classic french and as it as it was many years ago that was all kind of really what what was happening on the scene um but then i got into an italian restaurant that uh, had just opened in in st james's um and i started there as a sous chef um just kind of to, to do something different and immediately fell in love with that kind of ethos of, of cooking which was much more about produce and um produce led cooking you know so it wasn't you know layers and layers of sauces and all that kind of frippery that goes with with you know classic cooking um yeah. it was just it was it was it was very much ingredient led and they had a big char grill there which um i'd i'd, I'd had an experience before so i was kind of instantly i think that's kind of Got me a little bit into kind of the uh, the grilling and the barbecuing nowadays. But um, so they were cooking loads of stuff very simply, loads of olive oil on it, sea salt, you know, big tail of monkfish or whatever, just cooked very simply over over a char grill. Um, and then you know with, with whatever seasonal vegetables were around. So I instantly fell in love with that and decided that's that was the kind of the direction I wanted to go in. Cool. um so so Ita- you know italian and then you know spent time traveling around italy and really falling in love with that and then salt yard came about and um obviously that was italian and spanish um so it was then just getting submerged into kind of um was having the italian it's not a million miles away from from, from spanish cooking to be honest there's lots of links to spain and italy in terms of the ethos a lot of the produce um you know their kind of their cultural diff- similarities if you like yeah. uh food food similarities so it wasn't you know they, obviously they've got their charcuteries they've got their cheeses you know it's 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 kind of very similar so just to immerse myself in 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 the spanish way of uh, 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 of um of not necessarily cooking but more their ingredient their produce um and spent loads of time traveling around there and then that's 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 it really i mean i think um, you know I haven't haven't worked out over there, but I have, I have traveled a lot and I've I've eaten in lots of restaurants out there and I know lots of people that have have worked out there and now they work for me. You know, it's kind of a lot of a lot of our staff are from from Spain and Italy, so always kind of getting getting you know tips from those guys as well.
0: Yeah, some of the some of the best barbecue I've had has been sat on a beach, sort of southern Spain, and and uh, yeah. actually I've I've been sat in a restaurant and. I've actually watched the guy walking up from, come off a boat, walking up the beach into the restaurant with the fish. And I said, yep, I'll have yeah. that. Yep. <laughs> and on, on the grill yeah, outside yeah. over the charcoal. And it's been absolutely fantastic. So yeah, I can no, understand I mean, it, how I'm, that influences you. you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can't fail to fail to Can it? And i tell you what's also really, really good, you know, kind of in between all that is um, I'm a massive fan of Portugal and, um, you know, and, and, one day would probably love to love to do do a portuguese restaurant because it is quite different to, to spanish cooking um and they they barbecue amazingly i mean have you, have you been to portugal have you, have yeah you, have i've you
0: been, been around the sort of faro area portugal
1: uh, yeah so they kind of Algarve. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah. you know they they they're I've, I've had some amazing barbecues again on the beach yeah you know kind of their sardines yeah fantastic of, um, yeah um and they you know they they love using um iberian pork out there as well so there's loads of that um but yeah amazing amazing barbecues and and uh, um in spain i mean northern spain for me you know basque country that's where they can of really for me that's they really excel in in that i mean i've had some of the best best meals around around the basque country around san sebastian and um bilbao that neck of the woods yeah wow mm. and uh, um, it's interesting you go there every every restaurant that has a grill barbecue out the back. There's very specific ones with kind of wheels on that, that they use to raise, you know, to raise the kind of the level of the grill.
0: Yeah, yeah, they down. wind it up and down, yeah.
1: Exactly, they wind it up and down, that kind of thing. And literally every restaurant, and lo- most people's houses have one of these at the back of their house, just as a, just as an extension of their kitchen. So, you know, they're all nice. doing a couple <laughs> of dishes off that. And it's just, it's, it, that's their, their culture. You know, it's not it's not it's not cool or you know it's just that's what they do and mm-hmm. um kind of fell in love with that so that was definitely an inspiration for for mbiard um
0: yeah i'm, with, I'm getting married with, in spain in 2017 and the the uh villa that we've got booked has has one out it's a, a 16th century sort of vineyard i i, I Believe it's around that sort of, it's, And it's yeah. got one of those grills at the back, and I just can't wait to go.
1: Yeah, get your hands on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get married and then straight on the grill, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. worry about yeah. the we wedding. Let's say, get the barbecue yeah. lit. Yeah. 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 There's a really good restaurant. um I don't know if you've heard of a restaurant called Edgy Barry. You guys probably have heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Edgy Barry? Yeah, which is, um I mean, that again, that's, that's mind blowing. That's kind of barbecuing, I guess, taken to a, a completely different level. And, um, Lots of inspiration from that, and the guy, the guy who who runs it, he's just him and about three others in the kitchen, and he kind of cooks uh, daily over grills that he, you know, he kind of chops down his own wood, makes his own charcoal, all that kind of thing. He does, he does everything there, um, and he's using loads and loads of different types of wood. For different for different dishes and you go into his kitchen it's incredible it's just a bank of grills he makes all the grills himself out you know with his bare hands he's a real kind of he's a real geek but um it's 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 different level kind of grilling you know and yeah things inspiring like, um, stuff really inspiring stuff you know he'll do things like um one of his signature dishes is oysters that he grills um in the shell uh, but at a certain level, so it's never hard grilling. It's just the smoke gently lifts open the, the the oyster shell, just gently perfumes it, and just so it's just kind of at that right temperature and serves it like that. It's just the most incredible, and he balances the smoke every single time with um with, with you know he, he he that's what he does day in day out. He's a genius at it. So anybody that um, ha- hasn't been there since barbecuing should go.
0: Yeah, that's that's e x t e b a r. Oh, oh oh, right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's in between. It's in between. It's a, it's a real mission to get to. It's in between San Sebastian and Bilbao, and you have to kind of. It's really in the middle of nowhere, and the location is actually incredible as well. It, it's literally in the middle of nowhere, backed onto this mountain, and it's kind of surrounded by cows and kind of just yeah, roaming I've seen around. Some, some of the r-
0: pictures look phenomenal. Looks oh. like it's such a beautiful <laughs> backdrop
1: yeah yeah I think it's 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 stunning it's kind of idyllic um so you kind of have to get a cab either from Bilbao or San Sebastian or get oh I think it's probably a bus but it's worth you know kind of a as a once in a lifetime trip um it's 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 brilliant it's amazing
0: it sounds like the whole area if you're into barbecue the whole area San Sebastian Bilbao it sounds like it's it's an area that needs to be hit up on the on the map
1: yeah I, I uh, absolutely yeah I mean that's just what you know that's a great restaurant but there's lots and lots of great restaurants and you know they in san sebastian they have these cider houses where um it's a big culture out there for for the locals where um it's kind of early early part of the year where these they're called cider ears or cider houses and they have they drink lots of cider um which is kind of in season at the time but they have these big huge grills where they're grilling all the um all the all the Galician uh or basque um steaks which wow. which 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 are, which are really um from old dairy cows which are really, that's really fashionable in London at the minute. It's kind of everybody's using these this um, glithian beef, which is yeah. it's, it's 12, like 12-year-old 12 dairy cows and things like that, which, you know, a few years ago, nobody was hurt. Uh, no one would touch? Wasn't, wasn't what, pardon? <laughs>
0: no one would even go near?
1: No, 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 exactly that. Nobody would even touch. You know, it'd be like, what? What are you talking about? But the bass have been doing it for, for years, and, they know, they, you know, they know their food in the bass country. I mean, that is their eating and drinking are their priorities um so they they know what they're talking about but you go kind of to any very good restaurant you know uh, spanish restaurant now in, in in London they've got that on the menu so but, yeah, yeah it's, it's really great to see that because
0: i mean like using making sure that obviously once the once a dairy cow has its has its life uh, producing dairy products it's great to see that we can there's, there's more use that we can use it use the animal for and actually can celebrate it in a different way rather than just dairy we can now celebrate it in steaks yeah. and other and other forms, which is great.
1: Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I mean, it's 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 it 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 worked, It it couldn't have worked out better for the dairy cow, really, could it? Exactly. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> what up, a lie! Double life Yeah, no, it's it's really good. It's
0: really around good. the dairy farmers, they must be uh, rubbing yeah, their hands because now probably. they see like yeah, a, the, once once they had produced their their lot of milk, there was them not much more more worth to them mm. at exactly all. Yeah. So, well, now, so now no, yeah,
1: exactly. Now there's another life for it. So, mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's really good.
0: So, so when is the book out? We've been talking a little bit so about book, it. When are we? When are we expecting? We have,
1: it? yeah. So it is officially out on the twenty first of this month, April. So that's that's next Thursday, I think. Is it next Thursday, next Friday? Yeah. Um, that's when it's officially out. But there are a few copies that have leaked out, um, and I think you've yeah. I think I've, it's it's been spotted here and there. But, um, but yeah, yeah we've
0: week. seen a few sneaky uh, pictures yeah. here and there. <laughs> So, yeah. So what's
2: the the book title is Grill Smoke Barbecue.
1: Yeah, so the book title is Grill Smoke Barbecue. Um so if you're on social media there's a hashtag for that which is Grill Smoke Barbecue. So there'll be kind of lots of activity happening. Um it will it already is but will will be kind of ramping it up um over the next few weeks. Cool. Um and yeah, yeah, no really really excited about it actually. I mean it's kind of influenced um influenced by NBR Certainly it was in the NBR was the inspiration for the book, but I've kind of taken it on and it's, it's very much for barbecuing at home. Um, and I've tried to kind of strike the balance between making it accessible to people that just want to do something a bit more exciting on the barbecue than, you know, chucking a couple of burgers on there. Um, so very accessible, but also stuff on there that will appeal to probably the audience of, of this podcast or, you know, that people who are a bit more bit more interested in uh, sorry a bit a more, more advanced barbecue. so I've tried to strike 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 the balance with that.
0: Yeah, cool. And your ethos is is again that the barbecue is, is an extension of the kitchen, and, and very that's what you want to try so. and get people to harness that, properly.
1: Yeah, very, very much so. Rather than just you know, it's kind of oh, you know, wheeling it out, kind of you know, because it's summer and dusting it down. I mean, you know, you, you don't you know, obviously you don't want to be barbecuing, you know, in it when it, when it's chucking down rain, or may, may, maybe you do, but you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll I'll happily wheel wheel the barbecue out in the winter, or you know, it's for, for me, it's 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 not about Whilst, yeah, d- okay, I, I do like the occasion of barbecue. It does it does have a sense of occasion, but for me, it's about wanting those barbecue flavours, which you can't achieve in, in in a regular kitchen. So I'll happily wheel that barbecue out for that, and and, and get a different kind of flavour. And and you can do things things on the barbecue that you just can't do in the kitchen. So that's um. So yes, it's 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 about being an extension of the kitchen. Yeah. Cool.
2: Is the book like an out and out recipe book or is there lots of techniques and stuff in there as yeah, well?
1: Yeah, so it is. Yeah, it's. Um, so, yeah, there's 120 odd recipes. There's a lot of recipes in there, but I've written, I think, quite a lot of text as well um, it, in, on the intros. But, you know, there's various bits in there. There's um, I've written a kind of a bit about kind of smoking uh, in particular. Um, it's called that, that chapter is called The Not So Mystifying Art of Smoking because I do think that um there is a bit of a kind of mysticism around it and how it works and so on so i've tried to demystify that um and then yeah there's there's quite a lot about um choosing your equipment how a barbecue works in terms of you know direct cooking indirect cooking um a bit you know kind of cooking in the embers just trying to open people up to it a bit more than rather you know you know, you've got a grill, so stick something on it. You know, there's so much, as you guys know, there's so much more you can do when you've got the flames and the wood and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and and also, you know, things like putting, you know, using wood on the barbecue because it's, you know, chucking a lump of wood on the barbecue while you're cooking. You know, and a lot of people don't don't seem to know you can kind of do that. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's it's about... Just showing people what is able to do and, and how easy it is. Um, there's notes on fuels, you know, fuel as well about trying to, you know, get good charcoal and you know, diff- there's different wood that you can use for different flavors and um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a good there's a good bit of text in there. Definitely, there's good uh, some good good info. I think.
2: Yeah, it's, I'm just jump, jumping through a quick preview of the book now. I've just found it on Amazon. You can see, yeah. as you mentioned earlier about desserts, there's some really nice-sounding desserts in here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So milk. That, so yeah, the like I say, I think there's. Um, I mean, I, 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 I really like. You know, i obviously biased. I, I like all the recipes, <laughs> but there's yeah, some particularly interesting ones. You know, the cakes I think are going to be a surprise for people. Um, I think you know grilling fruits on there is going to be a surprise for some people as well. But um, that's probably better known than you know if you can cook a tart on there or. You know, I've, like I I've said to you, I've got this coffee, um, a coffee and walnut cake mm. uh, on there with salted caramel and clotted cream, um, and the cake is baked on the barbecue. Um, you know, for a couple of hours or whatever it is on there, and you know, it's. People said to me, you know, kind of, well, why would you bake on a barbecue when you can just do it in your oven at home? You know, with kind of a timer control and all the rest of it. I was like, well, you know, it's because it, the difference is in the flavour. Um you know you're getting that kind of that, that kind of background light smokiness that just elevates it to another level, so um but yeah, and there, there's some great desserts in here, so
0: the one that cats my eye, got the whole the whole brill grilled with seaweed butter that sounds phenomenal
1: the which one sorry, the
0: whole brill grilled with seaweed butter
1: yeah, no, that's brilliant, and you know that that's um that is all that's that was inspired by um again San Sebastian and that neck of the woods where they um there's there's, there's another restaurant um over the other side of San Sebastian called Elcano um and much simpler than the and one of one of their signature uh, well their signature dish are whole turbots cooked cooked over cooked over um wood lovely um which yeah i mean what's not to like but they they and they have these uh fish clamps which i think you kind of need if you're going to do whole fish well so you, you can buy them i think they're fairly easy to get hold of there, certainly online you know kind of fish shaped clamps and you put your fish in in inside the clamp uh and do it and so I, anyway i thought I'd use brill. <laughs> it's it's a bit cheaper um, and I think e- equally, equally is delicious. And, um, yeah, just wanted then to add a bit, bit of extra punch to it. So, yeah, uh, yeah nice kind of seaweed butter just, just kind lovely. of it's finishing. Yeah. So sort kind of, sort of moisten it and, and flavor it but yeah no that's actually one of my favorites i think the, it's a product uh, recently
0: the, the, come to the uk market called the flipping great which is like you said about the fish clamps there it's it's a it's a box it's sort of a rectangle shaped clamp in itself but uh it's the sort of wide the wired uh clamps that you were talking about yes, but it's it's, it's, I've uh, seen that, yes. it's a little bit bigger that you can it's, it gives you a bit more control you can flip it around very easily raise it up and raise down, it up and down. It's, it's, a, and it's a really stuff. good product then, actually.
1: Yeah, is it wi- widely available? It's on just on on, on, the, on the on the online. Presumably, you can get it. Okay? Yeah, yeah, can, yeah oh flipping yeah. great.
0: Such flipping great online, and, and you'll be able to find it. I think you can get it on uh, Max Barbecue, and I think you can get it on a few other places. Just check it out. It's it's, it's a cool bit of kit actually for cooking great. fish and Sounds stuff. It's, it's actually really fun. there. Uh, I, I had it out the other day, and, and I was cooking it, and everyone sort of wants. It's one of those everyone wants to have yeah. a go, and like. Uh, <laughs> And like you're yeah. talking about the grills that you can adjust the height up and down, it's it's really easy. You bring it up and down and flip it around and everyone was like, Oh, can I have a go? And I was like, Well, I'm sort yeah, of trying to cook but yeah, here exactly. but yeah,
1: it's exciting, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that 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 will really appeal appeal to people, definitely, yeah. Exciting.
2: So have you got an out and out favourite recipe in this book?
1: Yeah, um I mean it's gonna really be hard to choose, but I reckon, um I think the there's a uh, there's an octopus recipe in here which I think op- for for me, octopus cooked on cooked on the barbecue, it, 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 cooked cooked. Well, you have to cook it twice. You have to make sure it's cooked, pre cooked, and then finished over a really hot barbecue so it kind of starts to blacken. I don't think there's anything quite like it. And the recipe that's in the book is my favourite one. is grilled is so it's grilled octopus with um, a pepperonata, which is essentially a stew of peppers, um, tomatoes onion and with a kind of a sweet sour kind of element. you add some vinegar and a bit of sugar to it that just gets cooked down for, for quite a while and then served with um a kind of a, a, a kind of a green sauce called mojo verde which is a um it's uh it's like a salsa verde but it's it's got uh it's, it's actually originates from yorka um and it's got loads of coriander in there um and it's got green pepper in there and it's also got um kind of green chili in there as well okay so it's quite pecan but very coriander coriander uh, friendly um but but the but so it it goes and just the three elements go fantastically together but what what you what you do is you 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 poach the barbecue um sorry the octopus first so so you, you cook it till it's tender in in just simmering water with some onion and bay leaf. Let that cool down, dry dry out, and then toss it with oils, loads of salt and pepper, and bang that over your barbecue. Um, very hot and kind of stand with it so it doesn't stick. Um, and just get it. You know, don't be don't be afraid to get get those little ends of the tendrils blackened because mm-hmm. um, that's that's what you want. Um, it's, you know, it's crispy on the outside, soft in the middle. I just think it's. Dish. I think it's for me. It's it's probably one more more simpler dishes. Um, but I, I, for me, it's fantastic.
2: It's making me really hungry, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, Sorry. it's really good. But a tip, a tip with octopus. just so. I mean, hopefully, people are going to buy the book, get a tip. But it's, you, you 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 use frozen octopus and defrost it, or if you if you can only get fresh octopus, is freeze it then thaw it. And so because fresh. The, the freezing process tend, naturally tenderizes the octopus, so um there's a good tip for you there
2: yeah, that's awesome so it, what, when you're at home, ben, what sort of barbecues have you got in your garden
1: um what uh, as in the kit yeah, so in my garden i've got a um well it's actually in the, i've got drumbecue okay. um yeah. which which are my absolute favorites um uh, yeah, again, very simple, you know, and I, it's it's just it works for me. I've got a gr- I've got a uh, smallish green egg mm-hmm. um, that doesn't come out very often, to be honest. No. Um, it's all it's, yeah, I'm drumbecuing all the time now, and that's it. That's all I've got. That's that that that's all I need. Yeah, um, do you like yeah, the, the ceramic beauty.
2: style? Because I've I've got a Kamado Joe the, and it's a sort yeah. of kind of bigger one. I think yours is the smaller one. I've seen like a picture of it. I think at the beginning of the book. But I've got like a slightly bigger version of that.
1: Yes. Um, uh, I yeah, no, I, that. I, yeah. No. Yeah. I, no. I I do like it. Um, I just don't know. I just found my kind of found my feet with the um, with the drumbecue really, and I've kind of slightly pimped it. I put some kind of bricks inside to kind of um, uh, just around around the outside, which just kind of increases the the heat and the control of it in there. Um, but I just it's it's brilliant and it's big enough. You know, it's big enough to kind of do what you want on there. I think if you're gonna um what i've kind of explained in the book is i think obviously the bigger you know the bigger surface area you've got the i guess the more kind of stuff you can do the more kind of fun you can do and you know there's some dishes in here where you know you can take one element from one chapter and a couple from another couple of chapters and essentially cook your dinner on the barbecue getting that smoky element And i think the drumbecue allows you to do that with its with its surface area you know you've got the you can you have you know a pan of potatoes kind of cooked with with garlic and and rosemary you can get those started and then move them to the side and put your say your octopus on on the hot bit and it's just, just it's just great to have that surface area to kind of to move around on um and uh, drum queue does that for me so that's really good
2: yeah that's good that's cool um have you got when it comes down to like woods and stuff do you have a personal favorite wood for smoking stuff quite often people have yeah i, mean, have I one. think
1: yeah i mean i think I, I mean oak i mean it's probably that may sound a little bit boring but i just find it it works it's a really good all-rounder um and so that's 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 kind of what i do but at work um so kind of mbr you know we and and it, what x explains in this book as well um, you know, there's, there, there's, there's so much, there's so much out there now to experiment with. I mean, you know, chestnut's quite good, silver birch. Um, we kind of use that quite a lot of work. I use that at home sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. There's a really good, um, there's a really good guy called, uh, Mark Parr. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. You probably have. You know the Mark Parr from London Log Company? Yeah. Uh, yeah 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 so anyway we we we, you can you can get stuff he delivers to your house now and all the rest of it Uh, he's fantastic he's always developing or kind of producing new uh new and exciting kind of woods and and single single um species charcoal to work with Mm -hmm. um and it's all super quality and that that it does really make a difference i think you know the the quality of the charcoal and and the, and, the, and the kind of the things that you're using on there makes makes a massive difference i don't know what you guys think to that where do you, you've where, where do you where do you guys get your your stuff from
0: we've heard of uh lord logs mark power and and heard he's producing really good stuff we had a we had matt williams from the oxford charcoal company on the show last week who, yes, uh, yeah yeah who's, uh quite friendly with with uh with Mark, so, uh, mm. but we we we're using uh, smoke with shack at the moment. One of the one of the show sponsors. They're they're producing really good quality smoking wood and and uh, just really reliable and and everything. Really good customer service, and they're they're mm. producing like a really wide range of, of different woods, which is which is really cool and, and uh, really accessible to everyone. Silver birch has been one we've been playing with as well. Yeah, recently. yeah, so no, yeah silver, silver birch is good. Is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've, um, they've we... just uh, got hold of some grapevine, which they're. Mm. Uh, we had Dr. Sweet Smoke on the show uh, a, a few episodes ago who, he was talking about how he had spent some time uh, at a vineyard and, and they were using grape grapevine to smoke with and that it was a mm. really really lovely flavour and uh, and actually uh, James who smoked with Chuck actually went out and sourced some and got hold of uh, Dr. Sweet Smoke and said like here, here you go have this and, and see what it's like and uh, the feedback so far has been really good, so he 's going to start putting that out to the customers now so uh so, yes yeah, there's so much there's so many different woods available and and so Do everyone's it. willing to experiment which is which is an awesome place to be in at the moment
1: absolutely absolutely i mean Mark's just developed a well, way to develop he 's got um so orange orange and um lemon wood from um orange and lemon trees that's that's just kind of coming through now, which is very exciting and also very kind of very um it's very relevant to kind of my my kind of cuisine so we're, yeah, we're yeah. starting to kind of run with that at the minute it's yeah. very well exciting. just to let you,
0: matt williams oxford charcoal company's just brought out a orange charcoal as well uh right, you might fantastic. want to check that out
1: yeah definitely i need to get i need to get hooked up with that guy have a, have a, have
0: a chat with him definitely oh honestly you, you, you he's a fascinating guy <laughs> i mean i've never yeah. learned well, so much Mark, about charcoal I mean, there, ever. yeah
1: i mean there are there you know marks that marks a kind of you know he's a he's a lovable kind of um charcoal and wood geek you know and he's kind of he did what he doesn't know about it but I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to speak to uh the oxford guy definitely yeah see what else he's got to say yeah
2: we felt like he was like a scientist when he was talking yeah, to us yeah, last exactly. week <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah it's great it's really good i love people like that so.
2: yeah yeah we just yeah. never thought there'd be so much technical input that goes into like that sort of thing you just kind of accept charcoal for what it is don't you but you don't really yeah, think no, about exactly. when you, the ins and outs yeah. of how it's developed and the moisture yeah, content no, and all that sort of thing
1: absolutely you know no, it's, there's, there's a, it's, it's very interesting there's mm-hmm. a
0: great debate and or you always see in this sort of barbecue world whether actually charcoal gives flavor or not and i actually in in a, a very well known uh, brand of barbecues magazine that was released recently i actually it was like a it was like a barbecue like do's and don'ts and it was saying that actually you can't get flavor you don't you the average person can't tell the difference between something cooked over charcoal in the oven and i and i was like when i read that i immediately thought no way that that's 100% wrong there is a hundred percent flavor and and also not only that but a smoky flavor i i feel you get from charcoal you get a smoky flavor and he confirmed that is true that that basically that you definitely do get smoky flavor from it still holds some components of of the actual original wood and and will release that smoke through through cooking
1: i i you you definitely do i mean i think that's i i i'd I'd say that's given i'm sure mark mark from London logs would, would have something to say about it as well but um yeah you know you do you, you 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 definitely get smoky flavor i mean obviously you're adding when you start kind of adding wood and so on then that's when you really kind of get it gets going but yeah you know, charcoal's good quality charcoal that's that's a great flavor definitely
0: yeah definitely 100 100 so mm. with with the salt yard group what, what's next for you guys then
1: um so yeah so exciting plans ahead so obviously we've got a lot of the book launch is happening soon so that's going to be a couple of months of Head spin stuff, but um we're opening uh, our fifth restaurant um, later on this year, which will be kind of late summer. Um, which are we staying um, in London? Yep, yeah, staying no, very very much so. Staying in London, um, a little bit of a different area, um, St James's, which is kind of well, it's not it's not a million miles away from where we are in Soho, but it's it's a different demographic. It's kind of an older crowd um, and uh we are going to be doing a a restaurant based around um or in, influenced by uh by venice um sp- specifically venice and and benito region so no spain this time no uh it's just purely northern italian venice um and yeah with a nod to its kind of um spice root heritage as well so you know it, it used to be venice was was built for for being on a, a, a major spice spice route, so we're going to be introducing some of the dishes. That we having some, you know, the old spicing in there, um, kind of you know, cardamom and cumin and those kind of flavors. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that we're going to be doing um, lots of fish. Venice is big fish, so we'll be um, using a lot, of, uh, uh, a lot of mainly British fish. We might import a couple of things from Venice that you can't get over here. Uh, we're going to have a big raw bar as well, where we'll be kind of preparing the fish in front of the customers so yeah oh, awesome. quite exciting yeah quite exciting quite 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 different for us and we're excited we're gonna be doing breakfast as well so we're gonna be open all day every day breakfast all okay. to 11 and then um all day dining basically so so is yeah. that
0: still like a very heavily venice inspired breakfast menu
1: yeah it will be it will be i mean we'll add our slant where we can you know um i think it would be um I don't know. How, I mean, when you go and have breakfast in Venice, it's kind of a, as you, as you, as you do anywhere in Italy, really. You know, the most interesting you really get is kind of eggs, and the rest is kind of pastries, coffee, and cigarettes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of that that, that that's that's. Really, imagine so, the plate coming it, out now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. It, it'll be. It'll be you know, um, so for, so to give you an example of a a dish that might be on the menu for breakfast, um, will be um, so it would be smoked salmon. So we're we'll getting a really nice organic uh, smoked salmon, and we'll be serving it with polenta. Uh, sorry, sorry, a polenta um, brioche. So homemade brioche, but made with uh, polenta. Oh, wow! Very ordinary, So so it's quite pan-fried in in, and then the bread will be pan-fried in uh, truffle butter um Lovely. so it'll be some summer truffle butter, butter uh served with a poached egg nice kind of Burford brown and then um summer truffle shaved on top so that's kind of that's 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 the slant that it will get if you know what i mean
2: oh boom that sounds um, absolutely bacon, fantastic making me hungry
1: <laughs> yeah uh so that kind of thing and then you know fry up um so obviously we'll do a take on a fry up but we'll be using instead of bacon we'll be using um thick cut guanciale which is kind of you know, Grand Charlie is the kind of the cured cheek of the pig. It's quite an Italian thing. Oh, nice. Um, so it's just bacon, but it's just it's just incredibly porky. So we'll be using that. Pork and fennel sausages um, that we will source from our Italian uh, supplier. And then um, black pudding, but you get this really nice, creamy black pudding from Italy, um, which is very similar to the morphia you get in Spain. So we'll be using that on there. Um, and then some roasted Italian tomatoes and.
0: You know, so it's you know, you just add you just add the slants to it basically, yeah. Yeah. Sounds sounds delicious.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well you'd to come and try it when we <laughs> open. So yeah, late yeah, late 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 summer will be uh, we'll be rocking and rolling.
0: Cool. 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 So there will
2: be five on the on the website then?
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah.
2: Um when it comes to like making rubs and like marinates and stuff for the barbecue, is there much of that sort of thing in your book?
1: yeah there's a bit um I mean there's you know i certainly um, I'm certainly a big fan of brining um i think uh, I think that just adds so much uh to what I be you know kind of depending on what you're doing but i i, I love the kind of brines and flavor brines. so there's a there's a bit of a section in the back about brining and the virtues of it and you, know, know, you
0: mentioned brining the lamb the lamb mm. earlier on i I've, I've never tried brining a lamb which yeah. is which is really interesting yeah. do, you, do you sort of brine yeah. everything then or are you sort of like no
1: not, not everything not everything it kind of depends um i think uh certainly chunkier cuts benefit from being brined i mean when it comes to things like fish fillets um so go mackerel or bream or whatever I'd probably just give it a salt for an hour I do think that's that's important is that process of of Kind of extracting you know the kind of the just getting some moisture out of it if you're grilling um and you know so you impart some flavor as well so um but brining um you know things like you know, say lamb you know you can brine beef obviously chicken's great for brining, we're all aware of that, and it just kind of keeps it super succulent when you're um when 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 you're cooking away so yes yeah, so so brining's a big thing but. Marinades and rubs, yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I, the, 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 there's, there's, there's two or three things in here I think that are in the kind of the rub section. I mean, there's one, that's kind of my take on a blackening. Um, uh, I think I've got it on with, with maybe sea trout in here. I'm like, not looking through, but um, just very simply a really good quality smoked, um, hot smoked paprika, um, with some sugar, uh, some salt, some cumin, and some pick fresh thyme is kind of one of my, uh, one of my favourite rubs. Um, I think okay. smoke, the smoked paprika, I mean, it's smoked anyway, but um, I just think that works incredibly well over, as a rub over barbecue. Um, I just think it's kind of almost made for it. So smoked smoke paprika is great, great in a rub, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. It was kind of our staple thing of most rubs. Yeah. You're going for yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a real yeah. Real good quality paprika as well. Yeah.
1: Well, that's it again. Well, as with anything, it's got to be really, really good quality. Um, you can get some tosh out there, to be honest. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of you know you get an, a, a kind of a and a not a very nice aftertaste of it. But the really good stuff is kind of it's it's just a natural you know smooth smooth flavour. So and it's
0: amazing again, like with with the really good stuff, how little you you need to really trans transform a, a whole a whole sort of uh, well a whole plate of food. It, it's it's really just little touch of it and and get really resound throughout the whole meal which is really nice
1: well yeah exactly that exactly you know and then you know okay yes it costs a bit more to get the good stuff but you as you pointed out you 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 use less so um yeah i think it makes sense doesn't
0: it yeah and you were saying about the the dry salt and the fish it's amazing and just for an, an hour there and in that and to People probably, I, th- I think, underestimate how much of a difference that really does make. Uh, just sort of uh, dry brining with a bit of salt in the fish for about an hour before you cook it, it really does make such yeah. a huge difference.
1: Well, it makes a huge difference on you know on the levels. You know, obviously, so it kind of it helps the cooking process. Um, you kind of you know you're taking taking some of the you know the water. You essentially take the water out there, out the fish, which helps it firm it up, um, so it's easier to kind of manage on the grill. Because there's less moisture and it it just grills nicely, you know. And also, you're introducing the uh, a a, a flavour, you know. um, A, you know, you're not. People I guess probably worried, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be over salty. But just sprinkling it on and having just giving it that bit of time just adds. It's it's a real nice intrinsic uh, saltiness that you that 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 really just makes the dish work. I think.
0: Awesome. You've won a couple of awards, sustainable restaurant awards. Is that right?
1: Yeah, oh so yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, you know, all our restaurants have um all, all four have uh we're member of the SRA Sustainable Restaurant Association. So, yeah, no, we're very proud of that. Um and you know, we're pushing, we have two stars from those guys, which is which is incredible. Um and particularly incredible is we still, you know, we import quite a lot from Spain and Italy because we are a Spanish Italian restaurant. Um so uh but we're kind of pushing to push that up to three stars, um which um we're doing various things i mean we've we've, we've um we've got a, a, a partnership now um with a um a full partnership now with a farm um in uh shepherd's bush of all places believe it or not there's a uh uh it's attached to a school and it's called phoenix farm and um they have uh nearly two acres of amazing uh, land with, with with the farm. And when I say a farm, it's got chickens, it's got bees, but what it's mainly got is um, they grow fantastic fruit and vegetables. And um, so, so we support the them. Does the
0: school actually run the farm? Yes,
1: yeah, so it's, it's it's a connection. It's it's separate, but it's it's there's a connection there. It's okay, a separate cool. charity called Fit. Fe- Fe- so the school the school's called Phoenix school school's School. And the charity is called Phoenix Flame, which kind of look after the farm. Um, but there's a relationship between the school and the farm um, in terms of, you know, the kids will go into the farm uh, and have some of their classes out there. Some of the kids will help um, the volunteers or be be the volunteers to help on the farm. Um, and you know, there's a there's some some of the curriculum is based. Yeah, it's it's it, where the school is. It's a very um, it's a very kind of uh, run-down area, you know, Shep's, the estate the, the, yeah. the, the is. There's a lot of poverty, um, and so what um, it's trying to do there is just introduce a lot of the kids to kind of fresh food, um, you know, and kind of vegetables and, make, uh, and cooking as well, and cooking as well, um, you know, because it's basically around there. It's all those cheap, nasty chicken shops. Mm. So, you what? know, everybody's going to get in their chicken and chips for dinner for pound fifty. Um, so we're trying to, you know, we're involved in that process as well. We're just trying to get everybody to kind of eat, eat a bit healthier. And you know, my chefs will go down there and um, get get to see kind of you know where the vegetables are grown and get involved. We do some cooking classes for the kids and that kind of thing. But 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 the the, the main point is that we um, now direct direct some of the growing that happens down there and we take it on. So we get a delivery every week. To the restaurants, so a few boxes of this amazing organic uh, vegetables. It's always a mixed bag. We never really know what what we're getting, but it's always absolutely fantastic. And Shesco. The chefs will get a couple of boxes and then they'll put it onto the menu or do specials with it and um, and that is it doesn't get it doesn't get more local than that certainly in London anyway you know we're yeah, so awesome. yeah two 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 miles up the road in central London um, so we're, we're we're really proud of that that's, and with that's a great stories nice, come with it
0: as well which is which is awesome
1: yeah absolutely yeah no, it's very it's very cool very cool
0: so the menus uh the Salt Yard Group menus are very uh, susceptible to change and seasonable items being on there and. And so sort of yeah
1: yeah yeah absolutely I mean we um we change our menus uh, so all, all, all four restaurants um have have a great head chef in charge at the, at the restaurants who are you know pretty much in charge of their menus w- within certain parameters um that of come
0: As long as there. you like them um,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> what sorry
0: As long as you like
1: them <laughs> As long as I like them, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. I mean, nothing goes on the menu without, without, without me trying it. But, you know, all, all all the guys are great and they've been with me for a while. So, awesome. um, yeah, the parameters are, you know, seasonality, got to be influenced by Spain and Italy um, and that kind of thing. But we change regularly. We know, we don't have a... You know, a format of you know four times a year we change the menu. You know, dishes are changing kind of all the time. Yeah. With so it's it is super seasonal. So you know, wild garlic seasons what I don't know four weeks of the year. So that'll be lots of wild garlic over that four weeks, and then dishes will change, and you know that kind of thing. So it's 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 but it's very it's super seasonal.
2: Yeah, mm, I like that though. I like when you go to a restaurant that you really enjoy to get different things every time you go there. It's nice to have that.
1: Yeah, yeah, very really. much so
2: we I've just been looking at the drinks side of things that we recently got a smoking gun, and we were playing around with like putting smoke into different things and cocktails was one of the things that we wanted to try doing with that and I noticed there's a couple of like some that mention like cherry smoke and stuff on the menu here. Have you done much yeah. playing around with the cocktail side of things?
1: Well, it's not. Um, well, we certainly have at n b r Um I per I kind of haven't done so much myself. But yeah, we we do we do lots of we. You know, our cocktails when we open there, we wanted to kind of carry on the theme of the, of the grills and the barbecues into the drinks. So you know, it could be as simple as grilling. Um, so we do a really cool Negroni um, that um, we use kind of smoked ice in the in, in Negroni. And then what we also do is we um, we simply grill oranges, uh, charcoal grill orange, orange slices that, that go straight into the Negroni and you automatically get a nice smoke. So it's as simple as that. Mm, that sounds um, phenomenal. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really good, you do get it. You know, you've got a big chunk of orange that's been, you know, kind of charred. Boom, get into the drink. You, you get it straight away. Um, but um, but yeah, we also use smoking gun. Yeah, very much so. You know, we have kind of um, we we, we uh, we're always kind of experimenting with stuff. And the smoking guns, the smoking gun's good. And cherry smoke. Yeah, we've got. Um, uh, cherry cocktail that they're working at the minute actually that's that's use, uses cherry smoke. Um, it's kind of nice because it's got kind of a quite a, it's it's quite sweet and I just think it it, it works nicely with with, with the booze that they're using. So I think it's a brandy. Uh, I think it's a brandy cocktail.
0: Yeah, looks lush. I'm gonna have to try out some of these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely add it to our stop tour of London next time yeah, we're around. Will you pop <laughs> yeah, it yeah, in.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You must. You must come come in.
0: Cool. Well, that's literally about the hour mark there, so I'm going to have to step in and call it a day. But thank you very, very much for coming on the show. And could you let the... It was a pleasure. Could you let the listeners know where they could find you on sort of social medias and, and the website and yeah. stuff like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my, um, I guess, well, the, the main website is www.soulyardgroup.co.uk. That's the group website. Uh, there's a bit about me on there. And then you can get into all the restaurants from there. Um, it kind of links into there, and then social media, kind of Instagram, Twitter. It's uh, Chef Bentish um, at well, kind of on both of them. You'll find me on there, and also um, at Salt Yard Group on both Instagram um, and Twitter. And you'll kind of find a bit of me on there, and more, more about the group. Um, and you'll have links to it to to everything else we everything else we do in there. Awesome. And hashtag sorry hashtag. Grill smoked barbecue for the book. Most importantly,
0: <laughs> And that'll be coming out next week, guys. So
1: that'll be coming out next week, twenty
0: first. Yeah, get on social media, go on, check it out. It's on Amazon, and you can you can uh, pre order that and stuff like that. So so yeah, thank you very much, Ben.
1: Pleasure, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, thank you. Cheers, bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we're brought to you by Pro Barbecue Gourmet and our and. Smoke with Shaq, our awesome sponsors. Pro-Q's dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice from beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker, or looking to upgrade, or even looking to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Max Barbecue and Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world and you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet so regardless of how you cook whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric the real taste of summer can be yours all year round and smokewood shack delivers quality smoking wood every time they provide the smoky goodness and you provide the talent so if you're looking for smoking wood chunks dust chips or planks or even more head on over to smokewood and you can find them on twitter at smokewood shack so goodbye from me and goodbye from me see you next time guys cheers you.
2: bye